you live vicariously through all my bad days and i just imagine what goes through your head you're like yikes anyways i'm gonna go text my boyfriend in my healthy relationship I know. i'm like man i dodged a bad i dodged a bullet with this <laughs> dating stuff <laughs> you just keep cycling back to different ex-boyfriends that's mm-hmm. why i'm like hmm where can i pull what what um what hat can i pull out of again <laughs> Hannah just likes to reuse, reduce, and recycle. I'm all about, you know, just experimenting and trying new things. It's fine. And I'm here to try to save the planet. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Hannah, sustainability of men. <laughs> Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. Welcome back. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And we are the gals from The Gals Oh my god. Guide. <laughs> <laughs> We've been away too long. We don't remember how to do intros. It's We fine. have been like pre-recording all of our episodes recently. And yes. we kind of saved doing the intro for this episode I like a bit because <laughs> if you don't know... Now you know, my birthday was this past weekend. It's Leo season. We are thriving right now. I'm especially thriving. My birthday was fantastic. If I may go on a tangent about my past week. Please Because so much has happened. And I hate to do this to you gals, but I actually had to redact a lot of the stuff that I wanted to tell you. Because over the weekend, I found out that the actor listens to the podcast um so henceforth a lot of stories about the actor will be redacted from this podcast and not be told because i don't want to embarrass myself even further (laughs) (laughs) so much fun well because like his roommate his roommate started listening and apparently he heard and put the clues together and was like oh I know who the actor is and then showed him. So roommate, since you're such an avid fan of our podcast, drop a review. Give us some five stars. We'd really appreciate it if you're such a fan. Honestly, like follow give us through. the stars, please. Follow through. <laughs> Come on now. Follow through. Um, in all seriousness, like they're all friends. We're all good. I just thought it was hysterical because there are things I want to share, but we're just not going to go there. We're just, we're just not, we're just not going to go there. We're going to redact all stories about the actor. And I'm probably going to redact stories about film boy. Nice. Good so, job. So here we are. Growth. But tell I'm, us. I'm, I'm so sorry growth. if you wanted to hear more of that. <laughs> um, in other news though. So prior to my birthday, I got hit up like the, the week leading up to my birthday was like the weirdest week ever. Let's get that out of the way. I, randomly was at work one day and i get a text do you remember barista boy i feel like i mentioned Mm -hmm. him a little bit like i mentioned him in the dating apps episode because we met on hinge and he messaged me out of the blue earlier this week and was just like hey how's it going and need to remind you i had not talked to barista boy since like february like Last we talked, he said he was sick and thought he had the coronavirus and was, and was dying. And then, like, I texted him, like, the next day and was like, hey, how are you feeling? And I heard nothing. And then just, Crickets. Yeah. And then literally just out of the blue, he, like, resurrected like a fucking zombie and was just like, hey, how's it going? 
And I wasn't going to reply at first. Like, I'm, I'm, I was not going to give it, like, any time or day. But then me and my coworkers, we just got really curious. So I replied and was like, I'm good. What's up? And he said, I'm good on my end. Just thought of you earlier today and thought I'd say hey. How random. I was like, what made you think of me? Because we don't follow each other on any social media or anything like that or have really any mutual friends. And... Uh, one of my friends yesterday, she said that I think probably he was going through his phone and like clearing out like his messages and like deleting stuff and came across my name and was like, oh shit, I didn't text her or whatever. <laughs> <Let me> respond. <laughs> I was like, it's a little too late, buddy. Like four fucking months have gone by. We've gone through a whole fucking global pandemic. Like as Jojo says, it's too little too late. Too little too late, man. Oh, God, you would think they get better at this at the older they get because he was like 34. But no, it's yes. No, they get it's just as bad. It's just as bad. 24, 34 doesn't make a fucking difference. <laughs> Age is nothing when it comes to men, honestly. And we talked about that in our other episode earlier, too. Hey. Yes, we did. <laughs> but I had my birthday and somebody, <clears throat> Hannah, was absent for it i was absent (laughs) it's fine you were with family i was on an island with my family it's fine it's fine it's fine i'll excuse it you didn't make the plans your parents did i will excuse it (laughs) this is true this is very true but we're doing stuff for your birthday later on so it's fine but um I had a great time without her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's because I wasn't there to soak up any of your spotlight. Oh, okay. It was all on you. Okay. <laughs> I will say, because some of my friends were like, is Hannah going to be there? And I was like, no, bitch. It's just me. What's up? It's Emily time. <laughs> but, it, I mean, like, last year my birthday was, we all know, the worst day of my entire life. If you are a brand new listener and haven't listened to the first episode, I highly recommend going listening to it. You will find out everything on what happened on my 26th birthday last year. TLDR, I got dumped, got a fight, got gaslit, manipulated, uh, cried in a bar while sober on my birthday. Uh, to This guy offered her napkins. Yeah, was, I should have gone home not. with him, but I didn't. Um, I looked really pathetic, like raccoon eyes. I looked like Taylor Momison after she got out of Gossip Girl and had the raccoon eyes. That was the look I had going on. It was not cute. Uh, I got stared at, and I kept saying, like, damn, if I was in New York, no one would be staring at me right now. <laughs> They'd be like, mood, feel that. <laughs> Someone would start crying with you, honestly. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> like, we we got in a fight, like, on, like, a street corner near the public bus station. Like, it was just not a cute look for anybody at the time, and you wanted to intervene. You weren't having a good time either. Like, it was just a bad night. And so I made it my mission in life to make my 27th birthday one of my best birthdays ever and just to rewrite the whole thing like we went to the same place because we went to this um brewery slash pizzeria that's open and everything since all the restaurants around here like are doing outdoor dining Mm -hmm. and it's very spacious like they have so much room like their outdoor patio is like huge it's huge yeah because it's so big it used to be a train station i think and then they, they took like off the ceiling and everything so like it's very very open um so we all did that and we felt super safe doing that and we all went there and then afterwards i went out to a friend's house saw them that was pretty much it but i had a really good time and i just got to see like a lot of my friends i hadn't seen since like february because we all went to school together and we had a had chance to like reconnect since like 
literally like, the last time I think we saw each other was before spring break because after spring yeah. break we were on doing online classes so we hadn't had a chance to like interact with each other again so that was really nice to just catch up with everybody and then I had some friends that I had never really seen like in all a very long time come and it was less than 10 people but still like it was really nice it was all girls no straight boys um there was one gay guy but like no no straight men were allowed um did not want that night ruined by them because they ruined it last year so So other than that I had a blast I had a blast but yeah, it, it it was I think a solid birthday. And then me and Hannah, we have plans this coming weekend. We really want to do an episode whilst intoxicated. <laughs> We've heard so many other podcasts doing that, and we think it'd be so much fun. So if you're listening to this and you have ideas for us, please let us know. Like hit us up in the Instagram DMs. Also, other side note, I'm sorry. I have like so much I feel like I need to tell all you guys. You're fine. This is why we waited to do the intro because we needed to be up to date. So much has happened recently because I had a TikTok that I put out with some like dating advice that wasn't really dating advice, honestly. Like it was like something that I just went through and I was like, well, let me just share it because I think I'm smart. And I think over 30,000 of you guys like, listen to it and now you're listening to the podcast so welcome yes we're so we're excited, so excited. To have you this is awesome you guys have been like messaging us Thirty-eight thousand people viewed that tiktok so that's so great we love having new members to the fan that's why we kind of did like a reintroduction at the beginning of this because we wanted to get mm-hmm. you guys familiarized with us so yeah we're so excited to have you guys and so excited to see just like this little troop of our gal scouts grow I know. Oh, it's so fun. But yeah, you just went on a family vacay. And I did. That was refreshing. It was a lot of fun. It was super refreshing. We were like very much, we kept to ourselves. Like we had a house in yeah, our own private pool. pool. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and we, we went out to eat a couple times, but we did outdoor seating. One place we went, there was like maybe two other people there. It was like very, like, they were yeah, very the strict island, on the mask. It was a very small island y'all were on anyways that like yeah. there's not a lot of people there to begin with. Right, right. And I mean, when you're like on the beach, you don't really sit on top of each other anyways. So it was mm-hmm. very nice. It was super relaxing. I mean, like, um, just to be clear, like you and your mother both have worked in the medical field. Like, you know, like what oh, you're yeah. doing as far as like social distancing practices. We just want to make that very clear to the audience. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it was, it was great. Um, I'm glad we were able to go. We actually pushed it back. We were supposed to go in June. Um, <clears throat> which and is why we she pushed it back, which is why I missed the birthday, <laughs> but I'm back. I'm ready to go back to work. You look great. You have a tan. I have a little bit of a tan. <laughs> um, yeah, it's probably going to fade in like a week. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's, it's fine. fine. I got some color. Um, it's all great. It's great. Uh, the sunshine was wonderful. And I, was so I started write, I started writing a song today. So oh, it's just been really good. Yeah. I'm loving so this. So I'm very inspired by, I'll just go ahead and uh, uh, take it to the next thing, our captivation of the week. I've yes. been very inspired by Folklore. If you guys don't know, Taylor Swift's album, Folklore, uh, May zing incredible wanted on vinyl <laughs> it's so good what is your favorite song i don't know um <laughs> they're all so good i would have to say it's it's between cardigan august and my tears ricochet okay gotta be those three okay. i don't know though they're all so good i will be honest so good i'll be honest i had not listened to the album through completion because le- this is an album that <laughs> your face right now 
That's okay. It's okay. Continue. This, this album is one that I really want to dive into, like, October. Like, I feel oh. like I could listen to it right now, and you're not going to get the full, like, critique and review from me that's worth of it. But, like, give me a, like, cloudy autumn day with, like, a cup of hot chocolate and a notebook. Oh, I feel like the vibes are coming. What's the one with Bon Iver? Because that's the one uh, I'm going Exile. Oh, oh that's so the good. one I feel like. I've listened to that one. I liked so it because, I mean, he could sing the alphabet and I love it. And then I listened to Mad Woman and I liked that one too. I loved Mad Woman. Yes. The one is good. Betty is good. The harmonica in Betty is so good. Illicit Affairs is really good. I heard, I heard really Betty good. has to deal like with possibly like Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively's like new child's name. It's it's sung from the point of view of a man. Um, and so it, there's like a, there's like a love triangle of songs. Um, interesting. So is it a conceptual album? I don't know exactly. I have, I've only listened through it, through it twice. So I need to like listen more. Storytelling with this album. It's a lot of storytelling. It's so, it's very good, but I somehow managed to get on the Taylor Swift side of TikTok after Mm. folklore came out Mm -hmm. and the TikToks are literally hysterical. It's like in the summer heat. Cuddled up on a couch with a sweater and hot chocolate, like listening, right? <laughs> listening to saying. it. It's it's such fall vibes. So I know that I need it's October. Gonna, like, I need October weather. Yeah, but that's she always releases them around this time. But she was she wasn't supposed to release this. Um, no. I think it was supposed to be released in 2021. But I'm just glad that she was like, you know yeah. what, screw it. Here you go, have at it. I'm gonna let you know 24 hours before, not even 24 hours before it's released. Right. And I was like, I literally was like. Okay, yeah, so I'm, st- I'm just going to sit around and wait until midnight. So. I'm currently still on the Lover train. Like, I'm still jamming out to oh, Lover. because Lover's still so it's, good. It's a great summer album, especially. Yes. I, sorry, Cruel Summer needs more recognition. It is not getting the recognition that it deserves, and it deserves Cruel more Summer recognition. Cruel Summer's very good. Um, it's the same thing that happened with uh, all my favorite songs in her albums don't get enough recognition. Like, on Reputation, um, King of My Heart, favorite mm-hmm. song ever that's and that's one. why i liked cruel summer because i was like vibes are similar mm-hmm. but i'm really excited to listen to folklore uh, because i loved all too well on the red album it's my favorite song literally i discovered it the same time i went through a massive heartbreak and like that song inspired so much it helped me like with writing my thesis in undergrad like oh my god i loved all too well i hear there's a 10 minute version of it and i'm like i need it yes i like, need it i need, f- I need it like, it's her best right song now. ever do you feel like it's, any of the songs on Folklore Top All Too Well, though? I don't know. All Too Well is just, like, one of those that, like, hits, hits it's, it's different. So it good. hits different. It, it hits all her different. emotions are just raw on that song. That's why yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it's a very, very good album. It's definitely my obsession currently. Um, but like I said, I, I've only listened through it twice. So mm-hmm. I need to, you know, get to know it a little bit more. But yeah. I... I absolutely love it. I love her. I think she is a musical genius. The fact that she had 14.47 million streams on Spotify in the first 24 hours of her release is insanity to me. And also how she's crossed over genres like this. Like it, she just, I mean, she's in my favorite genre right now. This is my favorite genre. So I'm like, she is like always got us on our toes and like people that don't even like Taylor Swift like this album yeah so that but that's kind of interesting i will say i like it when artists they change with every album and that's because for instance panic of the disco is one of my favorite bands and i will say is what panic of the disco is now is it the same as when they started no like it's and i understand why the britain year is the only remaining original member of the band so i get it but still like through their evolution i mean 
not every album has been consistent and not all the songs sound the same because that was the issue I had with Paramore because I loved Paramore. Yeah, and then that one album, what the fuck was it? The one with the butterfly? Yes, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember what it's Every called. Every song on that album sounded the same. The only exception was the only exception. <laughs> well, and the thing about Taylor Swift, I feel like for me, it's like I've she's grown up with us. Like, yeah. at least for me, like I've grown up with her and she's grown up and you can see that in mm-hmm. every single mm-hmm. album. So her doc is one of my favorite documentaries, especially like for music. Oh, yeah. I've watched so many music documentaries lately and that's kind of going to lead into my captivation over the okay. week. Um, okay. Mine's a little bit darker than yours is. That's okay. That's okay. My, my captivation of the week has been the Jeffrey Epstein filthy rich documentary on Netflix. <laughs> Okay, but that's on my like m- my list. Watch I it. I must watch. List. Oh my god! I have to watch it with my boyfriend yeah, because he is to. like all up in that. I am so intrigued by this entire case because it's definitely something I'm super passionate about. I will, I've always said like whenever I had notoriety and money that I really wanted to use, like what Ashton Kutcher did. He used his fame and his money, notoriety to help. Uh, rescue women in human trafficking um and i really would love to do the same and so i also just like true crime stuff and so the jeffrey epstein i listened to the podcast the mysterious mr epstein i talked about the before on the podcast so i listened to that and then i've watched the netflix documentary i've also been watching like a, other, a lot of other documentaries like i watched the zach efron zach efron down to earth let me let me just say really quickly if you have not watched the zach efron down to earth documentary you are sadly missing out on the best looking view ever the stuff he talks (laughs) about thoroughly important and i think it's great that he's talking about it because i want to listen when it's coming out of that mouth yeah (laughs) like there's one point he bites an apple and so much juice comes out of the apple and i'm like i'm so jealous of that apple (laughs) Like, like it's just i'm loving this burly like beard just hairy version of Zac Efron because I'm there's so many times I watched it with my mom and there's so many times where I was just like he's so beautiful and she just bursted out laughing like there's scenes where he gets in like a um an ice bath and it's like cold and like he's I'm just mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and yep, then I've Zac also Efron. watched I've also watched the business of drugs it's also a great documentary I've been watching recently. Um, if you liked Narcos, I the first episode, I mean, it's the only one I've watched. It's the first episode. It's about, the, I think each episode is about different types of drugs and the business oh, of cool. it and how, yeah. like, it's affected the government and the um, economy, especially with the war on drugs. So the first episode is about cocaine. So if you like Narcos, you'll like it because they talk a lot about Pablo Escobar. But those three have been my favorite docs I've been watching recently. Jeffrey Epstein, Down to Earth, and The Business of Drugs. Highly recommend watching all of them if you want to stay happy. Like, you listen to folklore, you're like, oh, I want to be happy. Like, go watch Down to Earth. If you're like, mm, no, I'm moody. I w- like, fuck men. I kind of want to fuck some men up. <laughs> I'm moody. <laughs> I'm moody. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, fuck men. Go watch Jeffrey Epstein's. And you will, like, just want to, like, say, screw all men and, like, go against the patriarchy and everything like that. It's so <laughs> interesting. It's so, so fascinating to me. I'll have to watch it. I'm I'm really intrigued, yes. for sure. Watch the Down to Earth one by yourself, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sounds good. Watch, it with your, watch it with your sister. It's thoroughly entertaining. It's great, but, I mean, in all seriousness, it is a very uh, thought-provoking 
series because it is all about climate change and how like each episode's like different things you can do to help um combat climate change and what different countries are doing and a lot of the episodes are based in peru um they've done some in england they did some in france iceland um so all of them are thoroughly interesting to see how other countries are kind of combating it um and how we at home can also like the little minor things you can do and then they also show food and like different things like that so it's a really really like thoroughly entertaining one and then you get to look at shirtless zach efron then you get to look at Zach. So there you go. His beautiful blue <laughs> eyes. I mean, I I love how this man has always changed with my taste in men. Like my taste in men was with the long wispy hair and like tan skin in high school. And now I'm into beards and just want to snuggle up with those blue eyes. And I'm here for it. I'm always here for it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so for housekeeping this week... Again, welcome all of our new listeners. We're so excited to have you guys. If you're loving everything that you're hearing, please drop us a review, rate, and subscribe, or whatever order that we usually do it in. I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't either. <laughs> we seriously, like, we love hearing feedback from you guys. A lot of you guys have DM'd us recently asking for advice, and we are taking it into consideration for new upcoming episodes. So, Anything you want to hear, please. Our DMs are open. We're not one of those people who are like, don't DM us. Please DM us. <laughs> I know. Give me something to do when I'm, like, bored. <laughs> well, no, like, not even just that. Like, we just love talking to you guys. Um, True. And I think that they, I, we're both very talkative, social people. So I think you can definitely tell. And I, just, I, I like feeling wanted and needed. Oh, <laughs> yes. Well, you can DM us on Instagram. I'm at Hannah Nicole Adams. And I'm Emily Elise. That is A-L-E-E-C-E. I need to come with like a like a tune. Like a that. little tune. <laughs> to spell it out every week. And then if you guys want to follow our podcast Instagram, it's at the Gals Guide Pod. And our website's thegalsguidepod.com. All the links and everything will be in the show notes down below for you guys to check out. Alrighty. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about one of my personal favorite topics since it is my birthday episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Which is first dates. I love talking about first dates. I feel like this is my specialty. This is the one thing I feel confident talking about because trust me, your girl has gone on a plethora, need I say. But we asked you guys, we asked the listeners for their confessions for some of their bad first dates. Yeah, and when we ask y'all for bad first dates, and it turns out half of y'all don't date, and half of y'all only date good people, so... And to that, I say, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) That's personal. (laughs) Like, how dare you? We were like, oh, okay. So no one dates. All right, awesome. Cool. I guess it is like an an odd time, too, but uh, it was... Fair enough. Fair enough. It's really funny. Y'all just have great luck with finding awesome guys. And I'm just like, people's responses were like, oh, that would actually have to, like, um, you know, I'd actually have to date a little. Or like, (laughs) oh, well, I've only been on two and now I'm married. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, awesome. So cool. Love that. So we need followers with Um, more diverse dating backgrounds. Um, So I need more train wrecks up in this squad. Um, I need more toxic people. And the Gal Scouts, we need to get this. I need more relatable people. Okay. I feel alone here, y'all. I know. I feel like I can't even like hop on your bandwagon. So I'm like. (laughs) But you you, you, you used to date. I did used to date. And now now you found 
your golden ticket and you just you you're you're set. I found you're good my golden go. hour like Casey, except for now she's getting a divorce, so I'm a little nervous about <laughs> the golden hour song because I love that song and now I feel like it's tainted with it's divorce. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We're saving divorce for another episode. <laughs> Hopefully not, but, but you never know. <laughs> you never know. We cover all types of relationships here on the Gals Guide. Yes. But we wanted to share some of your first date stories today. The first one I laughed at because this seems like something that I would actually do um, on a first date. She said, he was 40 minutes late and on the way to the table, he tripped and fell over into another couple's booth, which honestly, like, low-key, I feel like that would happen to me. Yes. Um, Especially, uh... Your girl cannot sneak. I took dance for how many years and I still cannot carry myself. It's fine. Yeah. The fact that he was 40 minutes late, I would have left. Oh, yeah. No, I would never. One, I am never the first one to get there on a date. No. I was going to no. say, you're not the first one to get anywhere. You're about late all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but you're never 40 minutes late unless something like I, crazy I, happens. I will say, I will say there are a couple times when I've gone on dates recently with guys I've met on dating apps and I will actually like be on time or early and I'll just like drive around the block a couple times till they say that they're there and I'll be like, okay, I think I'm almost there and park. And I'm like, I'm not going in there first. Yeah. I'm waiting in a bar by myself. One, I just don't feel safe sometimes doing that because especially like considering how I'm dressed or something and I know I'm looking good or something like that. Like I just don't want to go and sit in a bar by myself for that long too. I ain't trying to get stood up. So I'd rather wait in my car than wait by myself in a bar to eat their own. Yeah. And then have to drink a drink by yourself and then leave okay. because you're pissed. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Or someone else would buy me a drink. Either one. That's I true. don't know how that night would end. <laughs> Somebody else sent in a story that said, about two years ago, I went on a blind date that my boss set up for me. I was living... Which, for starters, I just want to say really quickly, I don't know how I would feel if my boss set me up on a date. It almost happened to me in one of my jobs. It wasn't my boss, but it was like the girl that I was kind of under. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm already dating someone. It was super (laughs) awkward because I was like, I am not interested at all. Oh my God, that'd be so awkward because I feel like it'd be almost like your mom yeah. setting you up on a date. Yeah. No, I'm not here for that. No, 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 no. no. There's, no, a, no. There's, a, there's a work-life separation that needs to be there. Like, I don't <laughs> need to be around y'all people 24-7. Like, I am sorry. Also, like, especially if you don't like your boss, it's like, mm, I don't really know how I trust your, like, judgment of people. True. This is true. What if it was your boss's son? That's a hard pass for me. Oh, that gets a little too tricky. <laughs> yeah. My professor has tried to set me up with his son before. And I was like, um, I would love to be a part of your family. But I also feel like I might ruin your family. Your family. <laughs> <laughs> You're that person love everyone you. talks about around the Thanksgiving dinner table. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, not really. You're, he was friends with a lot of famous people on top of that don't really want that being spread around so you know it's yeah i'll we'll just save my toxicity for my own life it's fine oh my god that's hilarious all right so the, the boss tried to set him up on a date so i was living in a fairly small town and didn't know anyone Ooh, i feel you we went to olive garden lol 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 <laughs> i don't know why i separated the lols <laughs> Olive Garden. Mm, when you hear your family. Yep. 
So we were having a great conversation, but when he asked what I did for a living, things went south. I told him I was a social worker, in parentheses, which I was at the time. He got up, said, all social workers are terrible people, and walked out. What? (laughs) My mouth is open. This is terrible. I ended up having to pay for both our meals and went home and texted an ex <laughs> haven't been on a date oh, since <laughs> i'm sorry aren't social workers like people who help people who are like in abusive relationships and shit like yeah, that he must have had a bad experience with a social worker yeah he must have been the abuser I <laughs> what <laughs> the fact that she had to pay for both meals like olive garden ain't cheap also okay how did your boss know this person because if you were a social worker at the time i'm assuming your boss also was a social worker (laughs) i'm so confused dude and to like lump people in a category like that all social workers are terrible (laughs) okay the best the best part is that she went home and texted an ex and she hasn't been on a date since mood mood honestly Honestly, mood i feel that at least you know what at least she found out you know at least she found out on the first date that it did wasn't you even get out. like the appetizer before he left? Like, or did you just sit there and finish the meal by yourself? I would have sat there These and ate the, the whole I thing and took his home. All right, I would have got like the breadsticks to go, salad to go. I mean, first my flag should have been you're at the fucking Olive Garden. <laughs> like, when you're here, you're desperate. So, like, <laughs> I love the Olive Garden, but not for a first date. No, it's not. It's it's, it's like, like a, we're it's two like years a two, in. Like what I do. <laughs> We're two years in. We're kind of settling at this point. Yeah, when, like, when B's like, the when, when B's like, you want to get Olive Garden? And can we get that dipping sauce for the breadsticks? And I'm like, yes. They have dipping sauces? The five cheese marinara on the breadsticks. Loki, I had that for lunch today. On the breadsticks is another level of amazingness. I believe you. I had that. I had five cheese marinara on rigatoni for lunch today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like their cheap stuff for ravioli. Anyways. Now you're all hungry. It's fine. <laughs> I don't think they want Olive Garden at 5 a.m. when they're... Uh... Who knows? I mean, like, low-key, I'd be down. Of course you would. <laughs> all right. <laughs> our, next, our last story is, I went on a date on New Year's Day this year with the guy I matched with. I mean, already starting off 2020 on a bad note. <laughs> Oh, God. Like, 2020 already wasn't great. You really, girl, you really just set it off. Like, on the first day, you were like, no wasting time. Let's get to it. I was stupid and let this mug pick me up. What mug? Mug. (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming that's like a typo. I don't know. Maybe people call people mugs. I don't know. (laughs) I was stupid and let him pick me up. And I never do that. Understandable. I never, on a first date, I never let a guy pick me up. I always drive myself because I want to escape route always. Like, I literally will text Hannah my exact location. I'll drop my location. And, like, I always want to be able to get out and leave. Yeah. So we went to eat Mexican. Yes, and apparently Mexican. <laughs> they would have won my heart, honestly. <laughs> and apparently he wanted to do something else, but I wasn't feeling the date. So I was like, well, there's nothing else to do. So I guess you can just take me back home. He didn't like that answer. And we were in the truck at this point. Oh, he had a truck. Uh-oh. 
and you That's let a red him flag drive for me right you there. so you couldn't leave. <laughs> this is exactly why. This is exactly why I always drive myself on my date. His mood changed like a switch went off and he got pissed. He ended up dropping me off on the side of the road two and a half miles from my house. What? <laughs> didn't even have the decency to take me home my phone ended up dying and i had to walk home i had on booties girl i would have taken those off i would have been barefoot the in the road, road. I, <laughs> the road i live on it's pretty long and curvy and people speed down it bitch you could have died <laughs> i finally made it home plugged my phone in and that joker blew up my phone cussing me and acting all crazy i texted him back and told him to fuck off and never try to contact me again i blocked his number obviously talk about a bad first date bitch what you you take home the cake i was gonna say that one takes home the cake that's here two and a half two and and a half miles are you kidding me oh my god bitch like when was this was uber around why didn't you call an uber phone died (laughs) oh shit damn oh my god bitch are you really (laughs) that's all oh my god I don't. What oh. would you have done? What would you have done? Me? Yeah. I guess I would have walked my ass home. <laughs> like I would have been like crying, and then I would have posted a review wherever you review people, <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> like a Yelp page <laughs> for men. Honestly, somebody needs to make one of those. There used to be an app, I swear, <laughs> when I was a freshman, when I was a sophomore in college, because I vividly remember this, there was some type of app where you could honestly review men, like, in your nearby area. It was kind of like Yik Yak, but oh. for, like, reviewing men. Yik Yak got bad, though. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, harp on people, but just to be like, yo, like, watch out, watch out for the guy in the red truck. He'll drop you on the side of the road. <laughs> Like, honestly, if I could put out, like, a PSA about the doctor, I would. Yeah. If I see any of y'all gal scouts with the doctor, trust me, I will let you know. We'll come find you. We'll come save (laughs) you. I will drive you home. I'll drive you home. I'll buy you a milkshake from Sonic. Like, I will help you. We'll go ahead and have the cry fest before it were to happen. (laughs) It's fine. We We can gas his car. We can slash the tires. I know where he lives. I got you. We can pull a Carrie Underwood. Always slash three tires. Don't slash four. That's a rule I live by. But Hannah, you've never had any bad dates. Have I you? have. Remember that one I told y'all about with the guy from high school? That was in a high school? Yeah. <laughs> when, when he told me, go get him a glass of water. <laughs> the fact that that's the worst date you have ever been on. I mean, it really just sets us apart. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You live vicariously through all my bad dates. And I just imagine what goes through your head. You're like... Yikes. Anyways, I'm going to go text my boyfriend in my healthy relationship. I know. I'm like, man, I dodged a bat. I dodged a bullet with this <laughs> dating stuff. <laughs> you just keep cycling back to different ex-boyfriends. That's why. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm, where can I pull? What what um, what um, hat can I pull out of again? <laughs> Hannah just likes to reuse, reduce, and recycle. I'm all about, you know, just experimenting and trying new things. It's fine. Listen, I'm here to try to save the planet. Um <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Hannah, sustainability of men. <laughs> Reduce, reuse, recycle. Hopefully we won't have to recycle. We We're trying not to recycle we need this re- time. We need t-shirts that say reduce, reuse, recycle ex-boyfriends. Or just men. <laughs> yes. We're merch guys. I'm telling we you, really I need have to so many ideas. Merch game. I am like, I want it. I want it all. We don't even know what I it want. is, but we... <laughs> We want I got you. I got you. 
Got y'all. I, however, I want to do, I do want to hear about your first date with your current boyfriend because like even though y'all dated a while ago and like when you were much younger like you guys did have to like kind of re-date like meet not re-meet i guess like re well i mean like when he met me when like i had already known him i mean i know him to do since the fucking seventh grade Mm -hmm. like he did want to reintroduce himself to me which i really appreciated i did too as a best friend i was like oh and like i was impressed by it i was just like like I'm literally out of all my friends, none of their boyfriends have ever done that, and I was just like, "Wow!" Like it, he sh- it showed that he actually cared, right, about what your friends thought. Mm-hmm. So I guess our re hanging out, re meeting, rekindling first date two point first date two point was super simple. We um, we met because I was the same as you. I was like, maybe I should drive just in case. Because honestly, prior to that, I always had the guy come pick me up for my first dates. But it was always with people that I, that I either knew f- through friends or t- through church. So I kind of already knew them and their family. Yeah. So I felt comfortable doing it. Or I knew yeah. people who knew them. Yeah. But, and I, and I had already dated him and it really wasn't that big of a deal, but we do live on. So you were already comfortable with yeah. him. So like there was no pressure about right. that. No, I totally understand. You were, they weren't strangers. That's what I preface. Try to drive yourself is when they are strangers. Yes. That's when it's best. Yes, I agree. Um, but we do live on opposite sides of town. So we were just like, let's just meet. So we met at the bowling alley, which is our bowling alley. Super lame. Like, to be completely honest, there's the bowling alley. And we live in a big city, but like our bowling alley is shit. It's really bad. There's there's better bowling alleys and like very small towns that I've been to. Um, anyways, we both love to bowl. It's fun. I'm very competitive. He's very competitive. So we were like, why not do something that's like fun? But we can like also, you know, get a drink if we want. We can also talk talk like it's not mm-hmm. like watching a movie together because yeah. that's not a good first date in no, my opinion I never recommend that i never recommend yeah. that so we wanted to do something that was kind of active and fun and um so we did that we like played like two or three games it was so much fun but y'all i love him he brought his own bowling ball <laughs> And he, and sorry, I'm sorry. Wait, hold up, rewind. What? So the very first time I dated him, we went to the bowling alley when we were in like high school, and he brought his bowling ball then. So I knew that this was coming, but I was like, this maybe, is the thing? I was like, maybe he forgot. Like maybe he's just not gonna do it this time. Nope. He's got his suitcase bag with his bowling ball. And, and was he had a fucking bag? Oh, he's got a bag. Well, what else he gonna keep it in? What, does it have his name on him? No, oh my, no, no, does it have no, his name? No, no, oh, no. damn. He's a very damn. good bowler. Um, but yes, he has his own bowling ball. And every single time that we go to the bowling alley, he brings the bowling ball. And I'm like... Does he have his own shoes? Does he have um, his he own does, bowling shoes? He does, but he shoes? either can't find them or maybe he actually doesn't and I just lied. Um, he's a nerd. Oh, oh my he's God. such a nerd. Like, he is such a nerd. He, oh, y'all, if y'all saw this boy, he don't look like a nerd. Like no. he looks like he's like a Mac Miller he's kind of Mac type Miller person. Kind of, oh my god, he like a, a, a like worships Mac Miller, but um yeah. So he's a Mac Miller. He's got a Mac Miller vibe. Um yeah, brought his own bowling ball. So that was funny. I always pick on him, and I picked on him hard that night. But it was, oh, I'm so making fun of him next time I see him. <laughs> it was super fun, and it led to multiple day, dates. So um, but so. Whenever we get to finally go on a double date, yes. which has never happened, and who knows if that ever fucking will happen, it's going to be bowling. Yes, absolutely. Okay, cool. But we're going to come. I will to have a, the gutters. Up, I was going to say we're going to come to an, a bowling alley that's cool in LA. Yeah, we're just going to fly. Yeah, yeah we're just going to. 
Yeah. We're like, we can like have dinner. We're and like, like manifesting cool that shit. it's going to happen in LA. So yes. Yes. I'll be on a date with Harry Styles. Yeah. And um, then we can be can- friends and I'll show him my music and it'll be fine. So <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm just, if you, as long as you can get past the paparazzi, that'll be on the date. It's I'm, fine. I'm all for you dating someone. Um, in this in the limelight because then you'll be in the limelight bitch i'm all for it too in the limelight by default we all support me dating harry styles i think collectively the gal scouts really want to manifest this to happen um if you don't get the fuck out yeah you're at the wrong podcast so you need to just like (laughs) turn it off here we manifest um emily dating harry styles (laughs) yes exactly Because if Emily did Terry Styles, you all can collectively date Harry Styles because I will tell you all the stories about, about him. our <laughs> relationship. <laughs> privacy? What? what? What is privacy in a relationship? When you date Harry Styles, it doesn't happen. Exactly. But Emily, you've been on a plethora a plethora of first dates. So why don't you... Uh, a cornucopia, if you will. A cornucopia, um, which is no longer in the Fruit of the Loom logo, apparently. <laughs> So anyways, why don't you tell us, tell us some of your, uh, your stories, enlighten us. Oh, where do I begin? I don't know. Um, where do you begin? <laughs> God, I will say, speaking of like getting picked up on the first date and everything like that, there's only one time that's happened. And that was when I was an undergrad. I got, I actually did get set up on a date for my boss. Ooh. Um, I was working at Sephora uh, an undergrad and I, the college town I went to like wasn't bit. So it was like a Sephora inside JC Penney's. And so like, there was this one guy that worked like in the JC Penney area that was mildly attractive. Like he wasn't like, I think it's hilarious that you just categorize someone as mildly. (laughs) Okay. I went to school at the beach if you've seen the show Outer Banks, mm-hmm. everybody in my college town looks like those people. It's like it's they're very all true. tan, hot, gorgeous. Like yep. everybody, everyone in the town is just looks like they could walk down a Baywatch. Like they're all dripping, they're tan, they're hot. It's great. So this guy, I was like, he's okay. I'm bored. Um, <laughs> Moral of your story. And, and so like my boss like knew that I thought he was attractive. He thought I was attractive, and so like she kind of like arranged number, just just like to swap numbers. And so we were texting, and we went to go get ice cream on a date. And he picked me up. I was like really nervous because I actually had never been on a date with a like complete stranger before. Because I think like this was like really prior to like Tinder like taking off and everything like that. Like this was like my junior sophomore year, so like 2012 13. Mm-hmm. And I get on this date. We like go to Coldstone Creamery. Oh, love a good Coldstone. <laughs> and I'm like, we're having this date. And he's telling me about like all his stuff. He's like, wants to know what I do. And I tell him I'm an actor. I'm a writer. I'm like, what do you do? He's like, um, yeah, like I just got back from uh, a mission trip in Uganda. And like, he's telling me about how like he um is like starting a charity to feed hungry children and all this stuff. And I'm like. I am a piece of shit. Like, I am, like, this is, you are literally, like, the nicest, most, like, selfless person. And I'm over here, like, mm-hmm, like, I would corrupt you. Like, I would, I would, I, I'm too afraid to, like, even touch you because I'm afraid that you would just fall to pieces. <laughs> like, you are so just, like, 
pure. And I'm just like, mm-hmm, I would taint everything about you. He was super nice, but just like also boring at the same time. Yeah. And that's like my real thing. Like, I know that I'm a huge personality if you hadn't figured that out from this podcast. Yeah, you should have figured that out. <laughs> Episode one. Um. <laughs> Honestly. So like, it takes, like, that's one reason why I think that I don't, I'm not in very many relationships is because people start to realize how big a personality I am and they can't level up, then it, it, they can feel like they're... They don't match up with me, and I feel like I'm overpowering them in some way. Like, I totally understand. Like, I'm a lot. Um, and I just t- take, like, really big people to go out with. And I was just like, yeah, I don't think this is going to I don't think this is gonna work. Yeah, this is um, actually not going to work, dude. No, you're too shy. You're too quiet. I did. Yeah, the worst I've ever been on people who are quiet, and I'm the one that talks the entire time. And I know I can, I can sit there and I can talk a lot. Hello, I have a fucking podcast. But I don't like that because then I feel like I'm annoying mm-hmm. and... Like, I don't, I don't want to sit here and talk about me the whole time. Like, I want to get to know you, who I'm on a date with. I have gone on with people who talked about their mom the entire time of the first date. Like, why? And I was just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Hmm. Like, it was so weird. He talked about Pokemon and his mom. And I was like, am I dating an 11-year-old? Like, that's yeah. what it feels like. Um, and... Uh, that was a weird one. We went on a date to Panera Bread, and like, th- I will say, I Panera don't Bread. Dump. Yeah, I mean, I guess the bowling alley's not that much better, but at least it's fun. Yeah. It was like Panera Bread at two p.m. I don't dump guys a lot, but I do reject guys from second dates a lot. I used to have this whole like, everyone give a second, like everyone deserves a second yeah. date. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And I've nice. started to realize I need to stop doing that because it's only hurting myself. Because, like, let's be real. If I had implemented that rule where, like, I don't get people second dates if I'm not, like, vibing after the first one, the 30-year-old musician would have never gotten a second date. Yeah. Like, the only reason I gave him a second date is because I was like, well, maybe he was nervous. No, he was just fucking lame. Like, <laughs> that was it. Like, our first date. So I'll break it down for you because this was an interesting date. Like, I've talked about in the last episode when we did the dating apps how like i went on that date with that dude from bumble and like i had to pay for myself mm-hmm. and the guy another guy met on bumble where we got drinks he didn't make any fucking eye contact with me and then he wanted to go back to his place he first thought he was going to back to my place and i was like no sir yeah you're not nope. i that's one rule i will implement right now on a first date if you're going to go back to somebody's place don't ever make it yours because i just feel super unsafe about that um i would i don't want a guy knowing where i live i don't care if i lived alone if i had a roommate I don't care. Like, I just don't want you knowing where I live. I'd rather go back to your place. And if it's a creepy sex dungeon, like, I can yeet out of there. Um, (laughs) Yes, you can. (laughs) So I remember I went on the date with a 30-year-old musician. And, like, Loki was kind of really excited because I had been eyeing him for, like, a couple years now. I had seen him around town. Um, He was a musician, so I kind of already knew about him. And I was like, ooh, yay, he picked me. Cool. And we went to this really like low key, very dive hipster bar that I had never been to, but all my friends had been to. And I was like, cool. Like we met there, we got a drink, hung out. The bar was actually right near the med school. And so, and this was like a month after me and the doctor broke up. So I was like, if the doctor sees me on a date, I'm going to laugh. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I had like ever been around that area since we broke up. Mm-hmm. So I was like, like, there's a chance he could see me. So we're sitting outside, we're having drinks, like we're getting to know each other. He pulls out a jewel and I'm just like, 
he's like yeah like i he's like yeah i'm I'm that douche that vapes and i was like i mean you didn't have to say that i was already thinking that um but okay like i don't usually mind if someone smokes cigarettes i've dated people who smoke cigarettes before but it's something about vaping that's just more disgusting in my opinion i don't know why it just seems like a much more of a douchebag like just smoke the cigarette i don't know yeah like i that's just me uh and i'm weird like that but usually like you would think smoking would bother me because i have asthma but here we are here we are <laughs> it's neither here nor there <laughs> it's neither here nor there it's fine um but screw my health <laughs> but so we did that and then oh me i mind you yeah he's a 30 year old musician who also works in a movie theater he's a manager at a, I, it's not like the fucking like amc movie theater like it's this really non-profit indie small movie theater like in our town so like a24 and ddi darling films like sundance shit like shit that i'm into um kind of films if you're a filmmaker and you live in my town like you want to work there kind of thing it's really cool yeah i just want to preface that i wasn't dating a loser even though i have before we all have it's fine i mean i went on a date with a guy named jebediah once i just want to preface that okay and that and that's <laughs> that that's that name on was- names <laughs> His name was such a mouthful. His name was Jeb. Jeb. Hmm. I just think of Jeb Bush, like with the exclamation point, Jeb. But his full name was Jebediah. Yeah. Anyways, so I'm on the state, the musician, and he's like, "Oh, like let's go. Like we're gonna go watch a movie. We're gonna watch Peanut Butter Falcon, which ten out of ten recommend. Great film. Shia LaBeouf, Dakota Fanning. Um, it's about a um." A boy with Down syndrome who wants to become a pro wrestler and Shia LaBeouf and him uh, run into each other. He like run, the boy runs away and runs into Shia LaBeouf. It's kind of like a um, Tom Sawyer kind mm-hmm. of esque film. Really great. Like love it to death. Shia LaBeouf's amazing in it. And it takes place in North Carolina. I need to watch that. That sounds really good. It's really good. You would love it. But we go on this date. We're in a movie theater. And that's my first thing. I don't like first dates in a movie theater because, like, you can't talk to each other. Like, I love films, but, like, I want to be able to talk to you and get to know you. Like, that's something for, like, a second or third date, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because, like, how am I supposed to talk to somebody when you watch a movie? And he didn't, like, touch me the entire time. He didn't, like, hold my hand, put his arm around me or anything like that. He said, like, he didn't, he didn't get that vibe from me and I wanted that. And I was like, my hand was sitting, like, right there on the armrest. I was giving <laughs> like, you the, the go-ahead, the green light. Just waiting. Just waiting for you to grab it. No? Okay. And so then afterwards, we went and got pizza. And that was great. We had pizza and wine. Loved that. And Nia, I mind you, I'm three drinks in at this point. We had a drink at the bar. I had a drink during the movie. And now I have a drink at dinner. And after that, we go to another bar and have more drinks. Mm. <laughs> I am four drinks in now at this date. I never drink that much. No, and I was like, not. bruh. I was like, bro, we're going to have to like take a lap uh, around downtown because I got to drive home. Um, and I, he, at first he was like, you want to come back to my place and we can have more drinks? And I was like, no, Mm-mm. like I got to go. I got to go home. It was also like so like five hours into this day or something like that. Like it was a really long date. And like he was like making fun of this busker who was like playing music. And I'm like, just let the dude like play some music. It's not bad. Like, yeah, like what? <laughs> he's really weird. That was that date he didn't kiss me or anything like that which is a first i don't mind if someone kisses me on the first day like i'm not i don't mind that at all mm-hmm. so like it was very like weird that he did it now granted the doctor didn't kiss me on the first date either so 
I thought, well, maybe this is a thing. But yeah, I should have taken that weird feeling that yeah. I had about it and not gone on a second date because I remember I told you all about it. I just, and I he, didn't get the vibe that you really liked him, but I was like, you know, if you want to go on another one, then you do you because that's the kind of friend that I am. I'm the peacemaker. I support all <laughs> your bad decisions, even though I sometimes <laughs> know they're probably not good, but that's okay because you only learn from your own mistakes. <laughs> and there's a exactly. PSA on how to be friends with Emily. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank Don't you. be that I friend that's that. like, well, and then goes off because it's in one ear out the other. Honestly, like it doesn't work for me. Like I, 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 like I said, I do as I say, not as I do it because I will learn the hard way. Also, the red flag should have been, wasn't he the one that took the to-go box to the bar? Yes. There you go. There you have it, friends. Yes. <laughs> yes, because we got pizza. And I was, he's like, do you want to take the time? I was like. No. no, like I don't want to fucking carry like a box around. And he got it to go, and then he gave it to the busker who was playing music. <laughs> Here, I hate your shitty music. Here's my leftover pizza. <laughs> oh, you couldn't give it to like a homeless man, like. Wow, I don't know. He was a weird, weird kid. I. Mm. 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 That was a whole like experience. That's a very long um, first date, too, in my opinion. I, okay. Unless it's like going well and you're talking and you're chatting but you're in like one I will space say, maybe most of my first dates most of my first dates are, are really long so remember the drummer that we often forget about um because he's irrelevant yes he was also an aries i don't know if that's bad or good was he the though musician, was he though film, actually an aries he was an aries film boy was also an aries so maybe aries men are not the way to go so yeah like the drummer our, so for a while, I used to say that that date was like the best first date I ever been on because I think we met up for drinks at like 7 p.m. and I didn't like leave till like 1 a.m. But I feel like that's uh, a good first date. Like when you meet somewhere and then you don't leave because you're having so much fun and you're talking. Like I would prefer yes. to have a long first date. But yes. I feel like the fact when you and the musician like be bopped around town. Yeah, it was that weird. That seems a little like he was just trying to fill the time with, like, a new thing mm-hmm. to do. Because, like, and the thing was, like, when we got to that last location, we got to the bar, like, it wasn't a quiet bar on top of that. Like, it was a loud, popular bar that me and you frequently go to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is not, like, a date kind of place. Mm-hmm. I had been on dates there before, but it was earlier in the night. It wasn't, like, a 10 o'clock at night when, like, on a Saturday when, when everybody else is out, out drinking. Yeah. And so we were trying to have this conversation. I couldn't hear him. I was also driving the conversation. I was like, I'm exhausted. Like, I'm noticing that I'm driving the conversation. If I notice that I'm the one doing that, I'm immediately turned off because I don't feel like you're interested in me. And I'm just like, okay, well, I just want to go home. I can listen to myself talk all night anywhere. But I will say with the drummer, we went and got drinks stayed at the bar for a while because we played like darts we played pool and then he asked if I wanted to go back to his place and I remember I texted you that I was going back to his place and was like hey just FYI like that's normally not something I personally would do really on a first date would be go back to their place because I am just not that kind of person Mm -hmm. and with him I was like no like I'm getting like a good vibe from him I feel like safe doing that and nothing happened i think we went back to his place and there was like a he had a a foosball table in his apartment we played that and then um we just talked more had another drink we uh kissed a little bit but like nothing 
farther than that. It was very, very PG. And it was nice because his roommates weren't home. So, like, we could just, like, sit in the living room and, like, talk and everything like that and have fun. And then um, that was the only good date me and him had. Yeah. And then he... <laughs> he went downhill very quickly after that. Very fast. And, yeah, we just forget about that. I will say, though, as far as good dates, my... <laughs> the best date I've ever been on was with the most toxic person I ever dated. Mm-hmm. And it was the doctor. Mm-hmm. And that's how he got me, honestly, because I remember I texted Hannah after that first date and was like, he's it. Like She literally confessed her, like, I'm going to marry this dude. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay. I was like, I, I, I left the date feeling. I was like, I feel like I've known this guy before. Like I've like we met in a previous life or something like that. Apparently there's like if you believe in astrology and like that kind of stuff, apparently there's like a thing like twin flames or something like that. Like that could have been some that could have been him. But yeah, we first one rule I want to implement with first dates is if they suggest something and you don't like like that idea, please speak up. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to go through with that date. Like you are allowed to have your own opinion because I will say he really was trying to, I feel like, impress me very much on our first date because at first he was planning on going to, like, a comedy show and there was no, like, good comedy shows around and, like, the home dude was, like, ready to go to, like, a drag show and I was, like, I love that you had this energy and that you're for this because I'm so into that kind of stuff but I want to be able to, like, talk to you and I don't feel like this is something, like, we could do where I could get to know you really well because we were strangers. Like, we met at a bar mm-hmm. and so... He was like, no, I totally understand that. Totally get that. Do you want to go get drinks? I know this great brewery. And I was like, I don't really like beer that much. I'm more of a whiskey person. And he was like, oh, good to know. I know this really cool bar. This really, It was a really, really fancy bar that we went to. Um, and I really loved it. He wanted to impress me because they had like the smoked old fashioned where like they literally like, like put like smoke and like a little thing. Uh, <laughs> but like it was really, really snazzy. And... We headed off immediately. I will say I should have seen the red flags because, like, the first opening, like he said, was, um, have you ever gotten a letter from Homeland Security? And that's when we run. I should have ran. And I was just like, um, you know, can't can't really say that I have, my dude. Um, apparently, he used to sell fake IDs. That is why. Uh, I was like, cool, mama, I'm in love with a criminal. That's <laughs> <laughs> immediately what i thought of yeah um and we like sat there we talked about science we talked about space we talked about conspiracy theories i vividly remember i don't know what i told him but i vividly remember being like i don't know why i'm telling you this and he's like that's fine i'm into it i love it like tell me anything you want like it was a completely free judgment-free zone turns out he was just collecting information to kind of manipulate me so you know red flags about that kind of stuff just keep that in mind um but i will say the cutest part of the whole date was we were like sitting like like next to each other like barstool and barstool and then like slowly like we like started getting closer and closer until like our hands were completely like intertwined and our legs were intertwined i think the bartender was ready to just throw up in her mouth Mm -hmm, probably and then we ran into my professor on the date nice he walked into the bar and i was like holy shit that's my professor and he was just like and i'm in film school and he known this already and he was just like oh like what's this dude do i was like oh like he's the reason like forrest gump got made like he's the guy who discovered the script 
Um, a Forrest Gump and he's like oh shit like that's me and my mom's favorite film <laughs> and he went up to my professor and introduced himself and was just like hi like he's just like I was like yeah he's like an executive at Columbia Pictures it's fine it's cool and I like he went to the bathroom and I like turned to my professor I was like I am so sorry sir <laughs> he's just like it's fine it's totally cool I do remember when me and the doctor broke up though I told that professor that <laughs> broke up and he was like well i'll just personally tell him that tom hanks says fuck you (laughs) that'll show him (laughs) i will say that was probably the best first date he did give me like a quick peck on the lips at the end of the day but that was it he didn't walk me to my car Mm. which i was a little upset about because it was like really late and i parked on the street so i would have preferred that but um yeah that was a good first date i will say with the actor that was a good first date ish it was a date during quarantine yeah, so, so like it wasn't the same he said like if everything hadn't shut down he would have taken me to a bar um and we would have had like experience like that but since like everything was shut down he like had like at home bar kind of he had a whole bar cart Aww, and like mixed fun. drinks for me and like was trying to entertain me that way like i walked into his apartment he had like jazz music playing and like made me like the perfect jack and coke i was thoroughly impressed by that yeah and we sat on his couch like just talking literally again like from 8 p.m i didn't leave his apartment till 3 a.m and i mean like there was a lot of passion between us so like i was like you know i i felt comfortable with him we were friends prior to me going that date so i there was already that love or comfortability right, so i didn't yeah. mind going over to his apartment and that had been a stranger i might have been more hesitant especially with covid and everything mm-hmm. but since like we were already friends i didn't mind going over to his place and i felt super comfortable i texted you everything mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's so funny i always text you like the guys locations that i'm at and then <laughs> if i don't tell you that i'm going on a date you'll be like wait is this tonight <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, what? I just get this random location. I'm like, oh, 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 it's happening. Okay. Oh, oh, she oh. she did it. She's like, going over now. there. Okay, awesome. Like, oh. if I don't, and then I don't hear from you for hours, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess she's alive or not. You know, yeah. it's fine. We'll figure it well, out. Well, like, I always Snapchat you when you're leaving, or like yeah. I'll like text you. Like I, I always like either like like text you or like I'll Snapchat you as I'm walking to my car. Yeah, and like if I hear from you, like, if a quick I hear recap. from her in like an hour or two, I know it wasn't a good date. If yeah. it's like several hours and then I hear from you, I'm like, or like in the middle, you'll be like, he went to the bathroom. It's going well. <laughs> Back on do not disturb. <laughs> right. Right. Number one rule. Do not disturb. Love it. I am so turned on. If I see a guy, I will say the doctor put his phone on do not disturb every single time we hung out. And I was just like, oh my God. Like I'm like, important. <laughs> I have your I full that. attention right now. I love that. Yeah it's so attractive like i'm super flattered i for a long time didn't like playing bar games like pool and darts on first dates because i will say the drummer like made fun of me because i was not good at billiards Mm, that's annoying i'm like i joked around saying like oh like i'm gonna like totally like take you and like when like every bitch says (laughs) with every single like, game every single game you yeah. could possibly and play and he like kind of like teased me for it and continued teasing me after i said like i was kind of like okay like, you can stop now and for a while i was like i don't want to play darts or billiards so like it wasn't until like the 10th date 
with the doctor that I finally played pool with him and I actually won. Mm-hmm. So I gained my confidence back. Mm-hmm. Um, or that kind of stuff. So, but I always suggest bars because of that reason. I never ever suggest restaurants on first dates because like I'm just imagining like okay like say you put your order in and then you're talking to this guy and you're like god like I don't like him and we haven't even got the appetizer yet mm-hmm. like now I gotta sit through like this 40 minute meal listening to you drone on about Pokemon like <laughs> Pokemon I don't care and then I'm gonna have to pull the waitress aside be like where's the restroom at and as I'm walking to the restroom I had to pull her aside and be like look I don't really need to go to the restroom I need to get the fuck out of here is there a back alley door that I can sneak out of like here's a tip this date is bad <laughs> You did great. It's just him. Like, I don't want to have to go through all that. That's why I prefer drinks because then, like, one drink, I'm like, mm, uh, oh, it's just it's time for me to go. Good night. That's a nightcap for me, sir. And I, I will say, I cap it at two drinks, too. Yeah. I try not to go past that because if I go past that, then it's just going to be like sloppy and not cute. Mm-hmm. And, I think alcohol is good because like it kind of like loosens everything up unless you're Hannah and it makes you sleepy. <laughs> it depends on the it depends on the beverage here. <laughs> if it's wine, it's if it's wine. It's sleep time. It's time to bed. Time to go to bed. <laughs> like my head hits the pillow, I'm out. If it's whiskey, but if it's sour, whiskey, <laughs> we in for we in for bad Hannah, or, bad or a margarita. margarita. Oh, bad Hannah, bad Hannah, bad, bad Hannah, bad, bad Hannah. Hannah. We love a bad Hannah. It's great. Always. It's a fun time. Yes. Fun, <laughs> fun times. <laughs> Man, I've missed her. She hasn't come out in a while. <laughs> I miss her too. Since 2020. I mean, 20, wait, what? Hey. 2019. This coming weekend. This coming weekend. Yes. This coming weekend. Yes. I'm excited. But I think other tips I can think of as far as like things to keep in mind for first dates would be staying present. I mean, I kind of suggest this like anytime you're hanging out with someone. <laughs> yeah, like being an active listener. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, especially I feel like with me, I have anxiety and I know there's a lot of people who have it, especially when it comes to first dates, you're constantly thinking about like, oh, I hope this person likes me, stuff like that. I kind of like, it was the drummer, honestly, that I kind of switched this mindset because I started writing about my dating life. <laughs> in a way and I was kind of like oh please just let me like this person because I don't want to have to write about them Mm. so I kind of switched from saying oh I hope they like me to oh I hope I like them yeah well that's yeah I've never thought about like that that's a good way to think about it yeah because it's like I know I'm already great I'm already like them I hope I I like like them them because I don't want to go on a date with somebody else like I hope this is the person that I'm I should be with Mm -hmm. and it's great and if it's not oh well there's more people out there, but I I always think his first dates, I guess, auditions. And of course we do. <laughs> the lineup, we have callbacks. Callbacks are the second date. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's a choose. great time for me to test out my comedy. Yeah, I will say, like, if I'm not cracking jokes on our first date, like, you're not getting a second one because that's when I know I am being 100% myself. If I'm being sassy, if I'm being sarcastic and funny, I am truly being myself. The minute I stop doing that, I know that I am holding myself back and I'm not being my authentic self. And I probably will never be that around you. Yeah. Yeah. You should basically just be every word sung in savage on your first date. (laughs) Maybe not. The Beyonce remix too. Maybe not nasty. I mean, unless you like want to I mean, you can do that. Like, it's up to you. Savage, like, to their own. classy, bougie, ratchet, sassy, moody, All nasty. All the above. 
Acting stupid. All of the above. I love acting stupid. So, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> I'm you a shouldn't savage. leave the date thinking that. You shouldn't leave the date thinking what's happening. <laughs> but I think things like ways to stay present because this is something that I had to actively think about, or else I will sit there and overthink everything. Which is engaging in eye contact. Mm-hmm. It's important. Trust me. I've gone on dates where people don't do that, and I'm like, my eyes are here. Like you're not looking at my tits, but like look at my eyes. Mm-hmm. Like. Please, thank you. Ask them questions about themselves mm-hmm. because most people like to talk about themselves and it's a good way to get to know them. Um, say their name. I mean, everybody likes to hear their name. And it's also like I've noticed like in de-escalation, like when you're in fights, saying someone's name will calm them down. Mm. So if this person is nervous, saying their name automatically makes them more attracted to you and increases like their likelihood of liking you. But like it also could calm their nerves. Yeah. And, um, like touching them a little bit, like if they feel like comfortable with that, obviously like you can kind of gauge that. Um, and like we said, putting your phone on do not disturb. Mm-hmm. That's the, been the Please. best thing for my relationship. I know I'm not going on first dates right now, but like we put our, we put our phones down. We like, yeah. we'll pull them if we like go outside to listen to music, we'll just like pull them out. Or if we like yeah. want to scroll through TikTok for like 30 minutes and laugh at videos, but we really try to like not be on our phones and it's just so much nicer, honestly. So yeah. especially on a first date, you should not be on your phone because that just signals no. to me like you're not interested at all or I'm not keeping exactly. your like attention. So I had a guy friend say on one time on a first date, like the girl like had to check her Instagram. <gasps> I can't wait. Like that's not a girl you want to be with. No, and I understand why people don't want to date influencers now because of shit like that. Like, I get it. Like, I understand that there's a stigma around it and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, mm, girl, you couldn't wait like two minutes? Yeah, like, she probably wasn't in. You couldn't wait for to go to the bathroom? She wasn't into it. No, or that. She had other people in her DMs waiting for her. <laughs> <laughs> she was ending that. She was ending that date at 10 and going on another one at 1030. <laughs> I have, I know a girl in college who did that. And I was like, yes, bitch, like do it. Like get it lined up. It's awesome. But <laughs> especially in states like New York, that happens, man. That's how you meet people. It happens. You know? Exactly. I will say like, I, th- I try to think of like interesting questions to ask people. Like I'll ask them about their mom and their past traumas on the first day, just to kind of go ahead and get it out of the way. You're just, you're um, just going head first. Like not I'm just like telling what your mom. We're going head first. I mean, like I've had guys ask me like, um, they'll like ask me something deep. I'll be like, what's your relationship with your mother like? And then they'll be like, mm, she left. I'm like, mm, I'm going to leave too. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Because <laughs> I know that trauma means. Thank you so much. Mm. But like, I think if you're really daring, I really want to do this. Like you could play like the game where um, we're not really strangers that like, we played like, on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. That's a great, I mean, it's a fantastic way to get to know somebody. If you really just want to dive like head first into the deep end instead of just walking through the shallow end first mm-hmm. like it's a great way to kind of get to know somebody um but i think some thought-provoking questions i can think of would be asking people like like what's on your bucket list if you weren't in the career you currently are in what would you do if money didn't matter mm-hmm. what movie genre do you think your life is what is your ce- who is your celeb crush yeah i feel like that i can tell you a lot about a person yeah. especially like the movie genre one like, like if someone told me their, <laughs> their genre was horror i would be like okay my <laughs> Wait, that's that's my favorite. But I'm talking about like what genre is your life? I don't know. Are you living are you living in a horror movie? <laughs> right now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also music. Asking like who their favorite musicians are. Yes. I'm a big music gal and music says a lot 
about a person. So that's another no, yeah. good one. I think also too, like if you don't have the same music taste, like it could be really weird. Yeah, like you could I end up. I would um, like listening to like I don't know. I don't want to date somebody who likes Four Other Georgia Line. Like, yeah, they're not the country that, band you should listen to. Like if it's some, I mean, they're right, somebody, but they're that pop country shit. That's no, not they, country. They ain't all right. They ain't they all right. right. <laughs> they ain't. They ain't even they all got, right. They got like one like, or two was, songs that are like. Eh. Mm, mm, that's debatable. <laughs> like I said, they're, not, like they're definitely I, not anywhere on my list. Like if I went on a date with somebody and they were like, "Oh man, I fuck with Luke Bryan," I'd be like, "Oh I'd be like, yeah, I, I fuck leaving. with my bed." <laughs> I'm not staying on this date any longer. Like goodbye, yeah, sir. I don't like Luke no, Bryan thank either. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so another tip for dating is to assume the answer is yes. Assume that the person sitting across from you likes you is attracted to you, and wants to date you. It's going to give you great confidence. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, like, if you go, like I said, like, if you go into the mindset thinking, like, they don't, and you're trying to impress them, I don't think you're being your authentic self at that point Mm -hmm. then. Like, you're putting on a show at that point. Yeah. And, I mean, it's honestly like a job interview. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you're interviewing for this internship that you may or may not get, and... Honestly, I kind of go with the mindset that I'm interviewing them, that like women date who they want, men date who they can. Mm. Mm-hmm. She said, going with, she said, mm-hmm. <laughs> going with that mindset and you will be flawless. Yes. You will live vivaciously. I think also too, it matters what you wear on a first date as well, because I mean, like, I've, I have some outfits that I love mm-hmm. in my closet yeah. that are very revealing, that are super low cut. But if I went on a first date, you've got to be considerate to the person you're on a date with. <laughs> like, you don't want to drive their hormones, like, out of, like, to where they can't control themselves. That's not fair. And so I always try to be, like, mindful of what I'm wearing. Like, I personally love off-the-shoulder tops. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that is my thing. That are camis. Or body suits. Like, I love wearing those because I, my favorite parts are my chest. Not my tits because we're small. But, like, <laughs> above all of that is my favorite. Or, like, my, like, my waist. I like showing that off. So, I'll wear either a body suit to show that off. Or I'll wear, like, off the shoulder or cami top to show off my chest. And then, like, some skinny jeans and heels. Because I feel like that's a really classy outfit. I don't wear dresses that much unless we're going to like a sleeper fancy date but like i never do that for a first date Mm -hmm. i think it's important to wear something you personally feel sexy and comfortable in not something you think the other person would define as sexy because when you feel sexy you will show off that you are sexy Mm -hmm. and the person will automatically be attracted to that i think if you're out there like wearing something like tight form-fitting and you're just like like i just really wish i had on a cardigan because mood i feel that um (laughs) you're gonna be so uncomfortable the whole date and it's gonna like show thinking about it yeah it's gonna show through like how you are like presenting yourself and how you're talking and you're fidgeting and all of that so you're gonna be adjusting yourself all night and everything like that and like something you probably think that this person doesn't see like if you like if you got some rolls on you like you got some like summer girls like we all do like and you're worried about like how like their like bodysuit is like conforming to them and you're like oh god like they can see it 
10 out of 10, they probably can't see it. Um, and now that you're so worried about it, now they can mm-hmm. because you're drawing attention to it. Yep. Also, like, if you're not a heels person, don't wear fucking heels. Me. I will like, never wear heels. <laughs> like, I love heels. I, I've always worn heels. I've gotten used to it. Like, it's something that I've always done. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel comfortable wearing I'm heels. Platform, but, like, Hannah, like... Flat form. What are they called? Platform? Pla- platform? A flat form? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get me some platform flip flops. <laughs> Whatever. Some fucking old Steve Madden's like '90s, like chunky flip flops. Yes, bitch. Yes. That's basically what I have. <laughs> Those black ones with the Velcro. Yeah, I mean. But like, if you want to wear your Nike Air Maxes, wear your fucking Nike Air Maxes. Like, bitch, no one's stopping you from doing that. Like, if that's what you feel comfortable in, do it. I think when you. Like, if you don't want to wear makeup and do your hair, don't do your makeup and wear your hair. I personally love to. Like, I will wear false lashes. I'll do the body glitter. I will go all out, bitch. <laughs> you put false lashes on? Oof. Yes, girl. You do you, yes. girl. I can't even put on <laughs> mascara. So. <laughs> I'm up here getting it all on my eyelid because I've got hooded eyes. We are not the same. <laughs> we are not the same. It's fine. And I think, too, we mentioned this a little bit earlier. If you want to go back to their place, then by all means do. I think we both can agree that we don't always suggest that because I think if you're, like, wanting something serious, it's... I wouldn't get. I wouldn't give up the goodies on the first date if you're wanting like a commitment out of it. But I mean, like, I'm also not going to stop you because I know so many friends who did that on the first date. They're in very long term relationships now. They're thriving. They're getting married. Like you do you. Like every couple's going to be different. It's up to your comfortability. But just know you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And if a guy pressures you into doing that on the first date, leave. Bye. See. Like you do not have to do that. Mm-hmm. And. I just think that it's so important. I think so many girls feel like they have to because of society and the culture nowadays. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's... No. Please don't. Like, do what... Like, if you don't want to kiss on the first date, you don't have to. Yeah. Like, totally up to you how much you want to get physical with the person on the first date. Just not personal preference. Like, I think kissing is just, like, enough. Yeah. Like, I... I would like just hold hand holding, like intertwining the fingers. <laughs> <Because> like, <laughs> the intertwining of the fingers. Oh my god! But like, I'm trying to think of like different ways to like initiate like physical contact. That's like not too much. Like, but, like a enough. Hand, like, like a hand on the knee. So like, just things like that that could get you like closer away. I think is a lot more sexy mm-hmm. because like. It's like the tension that you're building between the two of you that's going to lead up to something bigger. And I think that that means a lot more, especially on a first date. We're not going to go too much into like what a second date would be because we kind of want to do a whole episode like on getting like a second Mm -hmm. date. But first off, don't do what I do. Don't get everybody a second date. Um, Not everybody deserves a second date. Want to reiterate that just for everybody to know really quickly. Yeah, for sure. I've been on a couple first dates where I've literally wanted to leave the minute I got there. And I was like, there is no, there is no second date. None. There is no way. None. Absolutely not. The first date was so terrible. Ugh. I think it was you that said like your dad used to say he would always give girls yes, second my dates. dad did. Oh, bless his heart. He's such a nice guy. He would always give a second date, even when he didn't I want see, like- to. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Which is like, it's like, damn, like, I don't want to give Samantha another date, but like, I always say, I have to give her a bitch a second date. I have to try. <laughs> well, because, like, the reason I said it for a long they time. They're having an off day. Exactly. You never know. So, 
Exactly. Some people are nervous. They're not always their true authentic selves on the first date. It's kind of like you're just kind of get warming up. I think that's why I think the second date sometimes is a lot more important than the first date. Yeah. Um, because you're kind of over that like first hill slump. Well, you're not. It, and you're really not good as to another person. You know them a little yeah. bit better. You kind of know what to expect. You know what they look exactly. like in person. All of those exactly. things. Yeah. Yeah. You know what they're like weird little ticks are and stuff like that. Like, yeah, hopefully you do. You know whether or not so, you have fun with them. <laughs> yes. You, if you feel comfortable. Yeah. So um, that's the thing. Like, I think asking yourself like after the first date, like, are you, are you even attracted to this person? Mm-hmm. Like not going on a second date because you feel like you have to because you don't want to turn the person down because um, I relate. Uh, but. I think there's a way, like, if you don't want to go on a second date with somebody, like, just being like, hey, you know, I had a really great time with you and everything like that, but I just don't feel like we have that great chemistry together, so I'm going to have to pass, um, but you're really amazing, and I hope that you find somebody that you, that's just amazing as you are. It's just not me. And I feel like if, like, if I heard that from somebody, I would be a little, like, if I was into it, I, you know, I'd be a little upset, but they might be on the same page. They might not want to go on a second date either. Mm-hmm. They and also are going to be extremely grateful that you did that and saved them the time. Because exactly. who's to say that you, you cut the yeah, like who's to say like you go on the second date and then you're like, oh my gosh, like this guy's so awesome, and then they're like not even having it. They weren't even like exactly. present, and then you've just wasted so much energy and time getting to know this person who didn't really want to be there in the first place. So exactly, exactly, that's how I always think too. I'm like, if you don't want to be with me, don't waste my time. Mm-hmm. Like my time is Point as valuable blank. as yours. So <laughs> exactly, like if your whole thing is like, oh, I want to like. Just see if I can get this person, bitch. Don't do that. Like, don't waste another person's time. Like, especially like if they. Like, I'm talking to guys, and because I know a lot of guys that do that, they're like, oh, I just want to like just see what she's like. Don't, mm-hmm. don't be selfish. Yeah. Um, I think that's always a bad thing, and it's just like if you know this is not going anywhere, why would you want to waste your money and your time on this girl? Exactly. <laughs> like, why, like girls, like why you don't you know you don't want to shave your legs for this boy. Don't don't save your hairs. Some some save them, spare them. Don't have to shave their legs. Think think about it like that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but if anything, um, I just think like there's so much pressure that can be on a second date, and I think this is a best time. Like if you want to go like to the movies. And, you know, do something that you both have an interest in. Like, I think going to the bar is great for, like, a first date. But, for, like, for a second date, do some, do an activity. Like, go bowling. Mm-hmm. Like, you and your boyfriend. Go putt-putting. Something cute like that. Like, an activity yeah. that I think is fun. Especially, like, if it's a game. Yeah. And you see how they are when they lose. Shows their competitive side. Their, mm-hmm. their feisty, I, sassy side. Which is I, fun. A fun time. Yeah. But it also may it can be very telling might too. Might also be like, I think, oh, like, I gotta get out of this right now. They yeah. just threw the I mean, bowling seeing ball how somebody on is, the ground. <laughs> seeing, <laughs> seeing somebody like when they win, when they lose, when they don't get their way, I think is really really telling because they could be super sore and it could be really telling of like when you get if you were to continue this relationship with this person and you were into getting fights or they don't get their way in sometimes like it's i think it's a really telling thing to do so you I mean you could do it on the first date but i think it's a good second date for sure yeah i agree i think that about does it for our first dates episode i know i talked so much in this episode but that was really fun <laughs> i i mean i don't have as many experiences but i thought it was fun and it was fun to hear from our listeners even though half of y'all don't yes. date which like it's i understand you know it's a it's not a fun time sometimes <laughs> especially right now like i cannot imagine 
going on a first date during COVID, like with a stranger, especially like if it was a friend, it's one thing, like how I've been doing, like with the film boy and, and the actor, like they were both friends. So like, I didn't feel weird, but like going on a date with somebody from a dating app right now would be, just be so weird. It's like, did you get tested? Like, are, can we kiss? Yeah. Like, it was, is it okay? Like, where do we go? Yeah. Like, I don't know if you, have, if you've been exposed to it, like what are the protocols kind of thing? Yeah. Like, it's just so weird. Just, like, I don't know how comfortable I'd be with it. Yeah. I don't think I would either, honestly, but so, but anyways, we hope I'm just you doing enjoyed. a hot girl summer hope you enjoyed yeah. it i think your survival tip for this week would be first dates can be intimidating it can be scary but it's important to always be yourself and go with the mindset that i hope i like them not i hope they like me tell us girl and so that does it for today's episode of the gals guide make sure to follow us on instagram at the gals guide pod also like us on facebook at the gals guide and become a gal scout in our facebook community you can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and on our personal social media, which will be linked in the show notes. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Bye.